0: Let's open our Bibles, if you will, with me, please, tonight. So many of you have come up to us. I said that this morning, I believe. Open to Esther chapter 4. And you've told us you're praying for us. But you've done it in such a way that I believe you. And thank you. Thank you. It's heartfelt. We need that. We need that. Esther chapter 4. Let's go ahead and stand for the reading of God's Word. This portion of Scripture, my eyes have, my, my, my view has just been magnified this year with the things that we have seen God do, the places that He's taken us. We're going to look at Esther 4, verse number 10. Esther 4, verse number 10. The Bible says in Esther 4.10, Again, Esther spake unto Hathak and gave him commandment unto Mordecai. All the king's servants and all the people of the king's provinces do know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king in the inner court who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death. Except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter that he may live. But I have not been called to come in unto the king these 30 days, Esther says. Verse 12. And they told to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou? and thy father's house shall be destroyed. Mordecai speaking these few words here to Esther. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer, Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan, and fast ye for me. And neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. Let's pray. God, I thank you for the privilege to be here. I thank you for the church here that loves you, loves your word. Thank you for the honor to stand here tonight, proclaim your word. God, I pray that you would help me to say the things that you would have me to say, dear God. I don't want to miss anything because we are here tonight for such a time as this. God, help me. I don't want to miss anything. That we need from you. Bless as only you can in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. You may be seated. Times were tough in this situation, times were very difficult. Go back with me, if you will, to Esther chapter 3. Look, if you will, at Esther 3, verse number 5. We understand who's involved here, we understand it's King Esther. Queen Esther is King Ahasuerus. We see that. We understand who Mordecai is. We understand and we're going to see who Haman is right here. And so the Bible tells us, look with me if you will, Esther 3 verse number 5. And it says, And when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not nor did him reverence, then was Haman full of wrath. So times were difficult because there was a man, Haman, who was being difficult, and he was going against God. And so understand, we must understand the setting and the time that was taking place here. It was a difficult time. It was a very hard time. And I'm going to tell you tonight this truth that as I go to Ukraine and then I return back to America, there's one thing that I have seen time and time again. It is a difficult time in America There are things in Ukraine that I don't deal with, that I don't face. Yes, we're asking God to protect us from the rockets, but folks, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that over the letdown and the breakdown that's happening in America. And as we see some of the leaders in America who are against God, they are against the way of God. They are against the word of God. They are doing things that are anti-God. And it's a hard time here in America. It's a difficult time here in America. There is no doubt about it. When you've got to worry about who's going to read a book to your kids at the local library and what they're going to look like, something's happened to America. Something has changed in America. God is against it. When we see the drugs and the things that are coming through the borders... Open borders, anti-God. Bringing in, not the gospel, but many other things. It's a hard time in America. When the schools are trying to tell you that you do not own your kids, and they are the final authority for your children's learnings, it's a troubling time in America. It's a troubling time in America. When you're not sure whether you see the bathroom, you know who's supposed to go in there. God's word explains to us who's supposed to go in there, but now you're unsure who's going in there. It's a troubling time in America. Troubling times. But listen, in troubling times, there's still a God that's on the throne. There's hope. It was getting so bad here with Haman that we're talking about life and death here. I mean, look, look if you will here to verse number six of chapter three. Haman is trying to set his stage. Haman's got his plan here. Look if you will, at verse three of chapter, verse six of chapter three, and he thought scorn to lay hands on Mordecai alone. Why? Because Mordecai wasn't bowing to him. Because Mordecai was not letting him have his plan. Haman had his own little way of how he's wanting to do things, and full of wrath. And look at verse 6, and he thought scorn to lay hands on Mordecai alone, for they had showed him the people of Mordecai. Wherefore Haman sought, look at this, to destroy all the Jews that were throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus, even the people of Mordecai. Go with me, if you will, down to verse number 13, if you will. And the Bible tells us here, and, and letters, and the letters were sent by post and to all the kings. And so Haman goes to the king, Ahasuerus, and he says, look, we've got to wipe out these people here, and we've got to destroy them, and we've got to end their lives. In verse 13, let's go to again at the beginning. And the letters were sent by post into all the king's provinces to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish. Life's being taken. All Jews, both young and old, little children, and women in one day, even upon the 13th day of the 12th month, which is the month Adar, and to take the spoil of them for a prey. Kill them, rob them, children, women. People's lives were at stake. Please get this. People's lives were at stake in this troubling time. It was a troubling time, but it was so troubling that people were going to lose their lives. I think one of the most troubling things I've ever seen in my life was the rage in America that that abortion would be reversed. And I mean, I'm in Ukraine and I'm watching the news and I'm seeing, it would seem over half or over half of Americans were saying, we want to destroy those little ones. We want our rights. They would write even on on these places that they would say, if abortion is not safe, you aren't either. And I see the rage that takes place in Haman's day in America today that we have become so self centered that we want to continue to see babies killed. Over, listen to me now, over 50 million babies killed in this land that was established on God's word, a godly foundation. And now they say, my body, my choice. The choice was already made. Now you're talking about another body. That's innocent. That's innocent. And America says, we want blood. That's what they say. Oh, we want them gone, we want them eliminated. I'm not painting this, this is real. Oh my soul, it's real. America, we are in trouble and we have a land full of murderers that the desire is to stay a murderer and to continue to kill. And I'm gonna tell you what, that alone is enough not to vote for that party. That alone. Well, that affects my social security. Let let it be affected. Let the babies live. Haman was busy, and I mean he was evil. And he's working. And he's trying to kill. But Mordecai, he had raised a jewel. Look, if you will, at chapter 2, verses 5 to 7. I love this. Esther 2, verses 5 to 7. Now in Shushan the palace, there was a certain Jew whose name was Mordecai, son of Jer, the son of Shimea, the son of Kish, a Benjamite, who had been carried away from Jerusalem with the captivity which had been carried away with Jeconiah, king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, at Babylon had carried away. And he brought up Hadassah, that is, Esther, Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother. That's something. Thank God, he saw her and he took her in. He's going to raise her. Look at and and the maid was fair and beautiful. Who Mordecai, when her father and mother were dead, took for his own daughter. We see the pieces. We see the people. Haman's working, but oh, there was a man, Mordecai. Faithful to his God who saw a little girl and he took her in. She had no mother. She had no father. And he raised this child, raised her. He knew what was in her. He knew where she was in the palace. Folks, we've got to trust God. We've got to believe that God can put the puzzle pieces together so much better than we can. Mordecai had raised her. This is something. I love this. Go with me to chapter 4. He sat on the side and he's watching this whole thing unfold, watching it all unfold with Haman, and Haman's going after the Jews, and Haman's obviously going after Mordecai, and you know, King, Queen Esther's going to be on the list there too as well. And look, if you will, here. Esther chapter number four, verse 13, then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all of the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then, then, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and the father's house shall be destroyed. And so Mordecai and his wisdom and Mordecai's watching all this and he's seeing the people, he's seeing the trouble, he's seeing the death that's coming to his people and he recognizes and realizes who's in the palace, Queen Esther, the one that he had raised and you know as well as I, he's watching on the side and he's saying, look, the king, he can do something about this, he can end this and oh, wait a second, who's right next to the king? There's Esther. I raised her. Look at where she is. But you can't help but see the wisdom and the grace of God in him telling Esther, look, now, these are your people. It's going to affect you as well. But look, if you don't step up to the plate, God can use someone else. God can use someone else. He knew Esther was there. For such a time as this. But get this. Esther herself had to come to this understanding of what God wanted from her. Didn't matter how many times Mordecai told Esther, you're the girl. You're the one. You're the woman. It's you. She's going to have to get that settled in her own heart. Why do I say that? Because look at what she does. She goes and she seeks the face of God. Listen. It's wonderful when someone sees potential in you. Your parent, your pastor, your teacher. But they can't make you. They can't make you follow God. Every one of us is going to have to get along with God. And we're going to have to figure this thing out. And that's what Esther needed to do. Bible says Esther took a couple days fasting. She got the maids around her. And what did they do? She sought the face of God so that she could know what God would have her do. Solid congregation. Solid church. But your pastor cannot make you seek the face of God every day in your life. Your parent, they can't do that either. And when you see the face of God and His favor, you can go in and do the things that God would have you to do. truth when you learn how to seek god's face and get guidance and get help in your life to know what he would have you to do you can't trade that for anything else what drives you what drives me i want my family please i want my wife happy i want my, my daughter happy I want my God happy with me. And in order for that to happen, and in order for me to be the man I should be, the husband I should be, the father that I should be, the member in the church that I should be, the servant on the field that I should be, I must myself seek the face of God. Must. Absolutely have to. I must. And His face is real every day. We go right here with an open heart, a tender heart to let God feed us and lead us. She had to have that. Mordecai, I trust you. You raised me and you raised me right. I see that now. I've seen many things in this life. By now being in the palace, I'm going to go ahead and go in just because you think, you know, it could be me. No, no, no. She saw God herself and saw what God would have her to do. Folks, when you get that, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. When God gives you that, you can face the trouble that may come your way. And by the way, that's another thought there. Look with me, if you will, at verse 16. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan, and fast ye for me, and neither eat nor drink three days." Uh, night or day, I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so she's fasting. She's seeking the face of God. And and God's going to indicate to her that, yes, you are here for such a time as this. But look, if you will, at the end of verse 16. And so will I go into the king, which is not according to the law? Look at this. She said, I will go in because I know it's right. I know it's what God wants me to do. I've sought his face but there was still a possibility that she was going to die. She had gained such confidence from God in her life. That what she was doing was what God wanted her to do. And she says, I'm going in to the king. And if I perish, I perish. And I submit to you tonight this truth that just because you are where God wants you to be and you are doing what God wants you to do, we've got this thought and understanding that that means everything's going to be easy. Oh boy, I pray I can get this across. We are so prone, Pastor. As children of God to say, well, if God wants me to do that, why isn't it easy? Well, if God wants me to do that, why isn't the way paved? Why isn't it a piece of cake? Listen, the Bible is full of example after example of people who went through hard times, difficulties, and yes, it was God's will. And they walked with God through them, and God took them through those things. God has never said it won't be easy, but he certainly has said he will hold our hand and walk us through it. No matter what he brings our way. And we got prone, prone, prone to listen. If it's got any friction, if it's got any difficulty, I'm out. I'm out. Then you will never do what God wants you to do with your life. Because God leads in such a way that we have to be dependent on Him, that we have to hold up and look to Him and say, I need you again as you lead me this way. Oh my, so true, so true. God's always on time. God always works. You know the story. Esther goes in to see the king, he extends that scepter to her. And we don't have time to look at everything, but you know the story. God works and God hangs Haman out there for what he had intended for Mordecai. Oh, boy. I love seeing this. God's at work. Esther's got to trust. Esther's got to look to God to understand that she was there for such a time as this. Esther's going in, trusting God, not knowing what's going to happen. And the scepter is extended. And God intervenes. And God works. Go with me, if you will, to Esther 8. We are... I don't want to lose your attention. I'd say closing it out, but I don't... Don't miss this. Don't miss this. Esther 8. Read with me, if you will, what can happen when someone in a time of trouble, yea, even seeing death, trusts God in their time and steps forward for God and God intervenes and God works. Verse 15, Esther 8. And Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal apparel of blue and white. Bo oh, how things have changed. He was being sought. The gallows were being made for him. Haman, the wicked man, thought he had it all figured out. But God, but God, but Esther, Queen Esther, being willing to recognize, I am here for such a time as this. I will trust God. I can trust God. Even though there's trouble, even though there's death, I can trust him. And now Mordecai's walking out In royal apparel of blue and white. And I can only imagine, now listen to me, I can only imagine Queen Esther seeing Mordecai and saying, no regrets. No regrets. Can you imagine the joy that day? Hey, they were being sought to be killed. And this whole thing changes right here. Verse 15, and Mordecai went out from the presence of the king and rolled a royal pair of blue and white and with a great crown of gold and with a garment of fine linen and purple and the city of Shushan, look at this, rejoiced and was glad. Rejoiced and was glad. And I submit to you tonight this truth that if you do not act in your time that God has given you in October of 2022, there's going to be trouble There's going to be trouble directly around you. There could even be death. But if you do, you are who God wants you to be. And you do what God wants you to do. You will see God work. And you will have no regrets. And you will have the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord saying, I'm so glad I did that. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. But you know what? God was faithful to me through it all. I look at families tonight, and men, you're going to have to recognize what time this is. And you're going to have to be who you're supposed to be for such a time as this, or you're going to lose your family. Or you're going to see your child go the way of the world. Ladies, God has put you exactly where you are supposed to be for such a time as this. Be who God wants you to be. Those little ones around you, they're dependent on that. Folks, we're selling out. We're selling out. Compromising. You're missing the time. You're not seeing the trouble. You're not seeing the death that can come. We've got to seek God's face. We've got to understand it's not going to be easy. We've got to do what God wants us to do. Read these last two verses with me, if you will. Verse 16, the Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor. And in every province and in every city, whithersoever the king's commandment and his decree came, the Jews had joy. glad. How many times do we see that? You know why? Because it feels good when you know you follow the Lord through the thick and the thin and the difficult and you see the blessings of God for it. As you hear your child get up and quote a Bible verse. As you hear your child say, I know the difference of what they're saying out there and what the Bible says. And folk, They're going to have to have that. They're going to have to have that. We've got to prepare them for what's coming their way because it's ugly. Oh, my. Pastor said it this morning so well. If you're not following the Lord, there could be moments of happy, got a new car, got a new phone. But when you walk with the Lord, you and yours, you see the goodness of God, that's joy. You're thankful, thankful that you did it the right way, even though it was not easy. We have got to be willing as God's people in this last day to say, if I perish, I perish. I'm going to do what's right. But God's grace, but God's help, I'm going to do it God's way to the very end. may we have that joy and gladness that I am sure Esther had that day when she said, I saw it. I did it. It wasn't easy. But for such a time as this, listen to me, I was who I was supposed to be, where I was supposed to be, and God bless that. And the end result was joy and gladness. Let's pray. God, we are living in very difficult times. You know this better than I do. I I don't share the half of what's going on in our country, and it's heartbreaking. God, they are trying to manipulate things so much to where right is wrong and wrong is right, and we are just, we are going to have to, God, recognize this is the time we're living in, and there's some things we can't change, God. God about what people believe and want to do, but we certainly can purpose to seek your face, to have your favor, to go in the path that you would have us to go. And God, this this applies to homes, it applies to church, it applies to the mission field. God, that we would just be found faithful to the end. If we perish, we perish, but let us perish doing what's right, seeking your face. So in the end, there's joy and there's gladness because we've followed you all the way. Help us, dear God, to do this. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.